Hello and welcome back to Tara Talks. Today I'm joined by Letitia Stiles. She is an online marketing certified professional and the founder and CEO of You've Got Clients, a marketing consultancy agency helping coaches create and fill their coaching program with high ticket clients. Today we're going to be talking about the three steps you need to take to reposition your business to enable you to sign high ticket and high quality clients. Letitia has an amazing three-step process that's actually really actionable in terms of the steps and really easy to implement as well. So without further ado, let's dive straight in. Hello Letitia and welcome to Tara Talks. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my absolute pleasure. So excited to dive in today. Would you mind, first of all, just giving my audience a little insight into you, who you are and what you do, please? Yeah, sure. So I am a marketing consultant. I'm the founder and CEO of You've Got Clients, where we help coaches create and fill their coaching programs with high quality clients. I have been doing this for several years now. I've seen a lot of changes in the online space. And one of the main areas where I help clients is really helping them to reposition themselves so they can attract those high quality clients. So I'm excited to have that conversation with you today. Yeah, amazing. How did you get into this then? I sort of fell into coaching, to be honest. I started out as a personal finance blogger for my, um, you know, my online business journey. And as I was um, running my personal finance blog, I started to do a little bit of coaching on the personal finance side. And then I realized that there's only so much money that you can budget and save, but there's no limit to the amount that you can make. And so I started helping clients to learn how to make more money on the side, which led to me teaching them how to, um, you know, do marketing things, content marketing so that they could attract clients for, you know, their services, freelance services, things like that. And that led into uh, what what I do today. I love that. And I know one of the things that you're so passionate about talking about is around your worth and your worthiness. Do you want to just give us a little bit of your insight into charging your worth and how people seem to want to charge their worth? Sure. Um, generally speaking, what I see, um, and especially I, I work with a lot of women and the things that we are good at and what we love doing and the service we love providing, we generally feel like, you know, we love it so much we could give it away for free. And sometimes there's a difficulty with trying to set a price on what you feel like is your service. It's your gift. It's something that you were given. It comes naturally to you. And so what I find is when trying to set rates or choose pricing, often what we do is we just choose it based on, uh, you know, we just kind of uh, choose a number based on what we think people might be willing to pay or, you know, maybe what we see other people doing. And we also uh, sometimes attach that to our own feelings of self-worth. And what happens is, you know, after doing a little bit of research, you'll find that other people who are doing the exact same thing that you're doing, who are offering a transformational service, who are helping clients in certain areas, they're doing the exact same thing that you're doing, but they're charging different prices and they're charging more. Then you realize, okay, well, I can charge more, but then how do I get there? How do I actually change my pricing? And how do I really believe in that pricing? And that's where we start getting into that conversation of understanding your personal value, your personal worth, but also understanding that you don't have to attach the pricing of your services to your personal self-worth and your personal value. You can keep those separate. And when you do that, you're able to actually position and price your services based on your market position. And then you can 
you can deal with your personal self-worth things along the way as well. I love that. So how can you start to think about repositioning yourself so that what you charge is based on your worth? Sure. So uh, what I say here is um, often we do have to start with how we view our own self. So our self-reflection, essentially, if we were to look in a mirror and say, what are the things I value about myself? What are the things that I feel like I bring to the table that no one else does? And there's an exercise that I, I do with clients. It's called um, 77 Reasons I'm the Sugar Honey Iced Tea. Um, this is a, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. Some people might not be, but um, if you take the first letter of the word sugar, honey, iced tea, then you'll understand um, what this what this is. So it's 77 reasons I'm the sugar, honey, iced tea. And it might not have anything to do with your business, with what you offer. It could be something as simple as I, I taught myself how to crochet, which was which was one of mine. And when you determine and you, and you start writing that list, when you get to number 30, or number 40, you, you realize that you've got to reach just a little bit because, you know, all the, the surface level things are, you've already put them out there. You know, maybe the things that people have always told you that you're good at or things that, you know, uh, family have said to you and you really have to dig deep. And for you to get to number 77, you really have to start thinking about what are the things that make me personally unique? The reason that someone might be interested to even have a conversation with me, not necessarily, you know, worrying about making a purchase, but why am I special? And that's really the first thing that we have to work on is, um, you know, just kind of touching on just those personal self-worth pieces. Yeah, I love that. And once you've kind of done that initial exploratory piece for yourself, I, I understand from kind of your methodology that the next thing is looking at how you can reposition your services. What are your thoughts on that? Exactly. So when there's always a, a practical and um, I call it, a, you know, a, a spiritual or, or non-physical side. So looking at repositioning yourself is kind of that spiritual or non-physical side it has to do with the mindset. But then ultimately, you know, what we do is we have to make a sale. We have to have a conversation with someone. We have to tell them the price. They have to, you know, send send the payment via credit card or, or invoice or whatever it is. And that really comes down to the physical um, or the the um what I like to call uh, the practical side of things. And the conversation that I have to have with clients is helping them understand that low rates actually scare off the high quality client. And that's because the high quality client knows and they attribute better service and better experience to a higher ticket investment. So the, the um, comparison I like to use is taking a flight and sitting in first class or business class versus sitting in an economy seat. I think we all understand that if we are on the plane, we are all getting to the same destination. If I take a flight from Atlanta to, to JFK and from JFK to London, we're all getting, we're all getting to the city in, in the very same bucket, right? But there are some people who are willing to pay for business class or first class seat versus the people who are only willing to pay for an economy seat. And the difference is the person who's willing to pay for business class understands that there's a different level of service. And they know that if they pay that little bit extra, they're gonna be able to get that additional service. They have a dedicated flight attendant, maybe better food, whatever it is. And so if, for example, you were to see that same business class seat or first class seat, 
and the price was the same as an economy seat, you would pause for a second and think, okay, what's wrong? Like, there's something wrong here. Why is this price so low? And so when you start thinking about that and you want to attract high quality clients, you have to understand that your pricing communicates your value as well or the value of your services. And so there's a couple of things that we do here um, in order to help you reposition your services. And that's to make sure your marketing is not confused. So the first thing is understanding who you want as a client. So we make sure that you're clear on your ideal client. Once again, there's a specific person who will purchase first class or business class versus the person who will purchase the economy seat. There's nothing better, nothing worse. Once again, we're all getting to the same location. It's just how we're getting there and who you'd like to work with, which level of client do you want to work with? Then the second thing is looking at your offer, because often um, people don't know what they actually want to offer that high quality client. There's I, I love using the, the plain analogy because it's so easy to come back to. There is a difference in the meal that you get in first class versus the meal that you get in economy when you take those longer flights. Third, you have to know how to attract those high quality clients. That's your messaging. So your ideal client offer messaging. And so you want to make sure that your wording speaks to that ideal client. Uh, so much of the time, our marketing, when we're looking at services, is focused on, you know, people or businesses who are struggling and they, you know, they're not quite making it. But that high quality client is, you know, they're not booking a first class flight because they're struggling. They're booking that first class flight because that's what they desire. So our messaging really has to speak to the desire instead. And then finally, you have to have a repeatable process for enrolling that client, which is a sales system. So we got ideal client, offer, messaging, and sales system. And with a sales system, you'll be able to easily weed out the people who are not quite right for your offer. Your messaging will speak to the right person and everything comes together so that when you finally have that conversation, you know, ideally the only thing you need to hear is, okay, well, where do I sign up? How do we, how do we lock this down? And how do we, how do we make this happen? Love it. And actually, you mentioned a really key point, which I think goes back to your first step around the mindset piece is actually looking at people that aren't the fit for that offer and actually being able to stand in your power and say, this offer isn't right for you. Here's what I would recommend or here's this other thing that would work better for you. So I really love that that then kind of connects back to that first step of yours. Absolutely. And then your third step of this fabulous sequence is around (laughs) repositioning your actions. What might that look like when we're talking about signing higher ticket clients? So this one is is pretty straightforward, and I would say it's the, the simplest one, which is you have to understand momentum and lead into it. The idea of repositioning your actions is taking action as the version of yourself that books high-quality clients, the version of yourself that has the business that you want, the version of yourself that you see that can do all those things and that is doing all those things. If you continue to take action as this version of yourself that you know, has your prices set the way that they are, that has conversations maybe with clients that are not quite the right fit, that accepts anyone. If you keep taking actions as this version of yourself, you'll continue to get what you've always gotten. And so it's important to take actions as that next level version of yourself. And so the way that we do this is understanding momentum and leaning into it. And the um, couple of things that 
um, are easy to help you figure out like, what do I need to do in, in order to understand momentum is understanding that you have to be consistent with your mindset practices. Mindset is a muscle the same way that going to the gym and working out every day is going to create more muscle for you. Mindset is a muscle. So your mindset practice, if you know that you tend to waver on when you put out a price and you waver on it or you change the price, you've got to be consistent with a mindset practice that's going to allow you to put that price out there, stand firm in it. If you tend to waver with the type of clients that you bring in, you've got to have a mindset practice that reinforces the idea that you are worth the uh, best clients, that you attract the best clients. And what that looks like is taking action um, behind that. So what I like to do is whenever I want to install a new belief and I want a new belief to be a new foundation for me, I think what's one small thing that I can do to reinforce this belief. So if I have a new belief that I only work with high quality clients, for example, what I would do is I would um, maybe take an action like looking at my uh, website and I would say, okay, does this website look like something that a high quality client would be attracted to? And if I say, well, no, it's actually not, then that's the very next thing I need to do, whether it's doing it myself, whether it's hiring someone, whatever it is, I have to take the action that reinforces this new belief. Um, and then the next thing I'll say on this is it's important not to listen to too many voices. And I, I, I tell my clients this all the time. I tell my audience this all the time. At some point, you have to stop gathering information and you have to start taking action. So whoever that person is, where you hear the message so clearly through them, that's the person that you need to work with. You need to block out um, all other voices and just specifically work with that person so that you can make to the next level and continue to take action from that next level version of yourself. I love that the reposition your actions is backed in mindset. <laughs> I love yeah. that so much. It just <laughs> keeps coming up, doesn't it? Because I think the stronger your mindset, the better able you are to hold those conversations with the higher level clients and kind of lead them from where you've been. And the mindset work doesn't stop, does it? Would you mind just sharing what your kind of mindset practices are? Yeah, sure. So um, I was always told to journal and I think journaling is great. But <laughs> it didn't necessarily work as well for me because um, just because of my, my personal process. So I've got lots of notebooks and journals and things like that. So generally what I do is I'm constantly paying attention to my thoughts around, um, you know, different things. So when when I'm interacting with different individuals or, um, you know, things are happening, I'm, I'm constantly having this conversation going on in my head. And if anything tends to trigger me, that's when I'll do a journaling session or that's when I'll start taking some notes on, okay, why did this trigger me? So a perfect example is um, I just recently um, took a trip to Egypt with a group of friends. It was a great experience. I really enjoyed it. And um, we had roommates. So you could opt for a single occupancy, but I decided to go ahead and opt for double occupancy because, you know, I want an opportunity to get out of my comfort zone. So the roommate that I had, she was awesome. But there were instances where obviously we both can't take a shower at the same time. We can't get ready at the same time. And I remember feeling a little bit triggered one day because I thought, well, why is it that I'm always volunteering for the other person to take precedence? Like I always told her, hey, you know, you can take your shower first. And then I would kind of resent it just a little bit thinking like, wow, I, I should have I should have done that myself. Like I, I should have taken advantage of that. And so that I noticed that as a 
a, a potential trigger, a potential frustration. And so I did some mindset practices around that. Like, what is it about you where you maybe a don't feel worthy enough to step up and say, Hey, like I need to, um, you know, take my shower first. You know, it's like simple things sometimes, but those can lead you to realizing that there's a deeper level of belief that you need to attack because if it affects you in one area of your life, it's going to affect you in every area of your life, including your business. So just finding those little things that you can latch onto and evaluate and just you know, be a curious observer of like, wow, I wonder, I wonder why I did that. I wonder why I'm feeling that way. And then as you do that, you'll start seeing those patterns in other areas of your life. And I, and I did, I started seeing those patterns in other areas in business. And I'm like, wow, um, I'm actually on this side. I'm, I'm creating content that I, I, I don't necessarily care that much about because I feel like I have to give you know, a certain type of content. So that's something that needs to change. And so that's um, probably a long-winded answer to, you know, kind of my mindset practices, but it's a constant thing for me. Yeah. And it's so true when you said when it appears in one area of your life, it will appear in the other. And definitely in your business, 100%. Um, oh my goodness, such great nuggets there for our listeners today and so many things that they can just take away from today's session. Um, I love your tips. So just to recap, you can reposition yourself first and foremost, reposition your services and then reposition your actions so that you can then start to become the businesswoman that can sign high quality and high ticket clients. I love that. The t-shirt is so efficient and effective. It just <laughs> hits the spot. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you. Um, yes. Where would you love to connect with my listeners online if they've got any questions or want to reach out to you or just follow your amazing content online? Yeah, sure. So if you have um, any questions or you want to reach out to me personally, you can reach out on Instagram. I'm at Letitia Styles TV. I manage all of my um, Instagram DMs and all that. So feel free to, to send me a message. Um, I am most active on YouTube. I have an active YouTube channel. I do a live stream every Saturday on different topics. We do workshopping. We do um, content around marketing, all sorts of things. Um, that's youtube.com slash Letitia Styles. Um, and if you'd like to learn more about the business, it's at you've got clients.com. Amazing. And I will pop the links to those in the show notes. Thank you so much for all of your nuggets of wisdom this afternoon. It's been absolutely amazing talking to you. Um, yeah. And connecting with you and sharing so many amazing things for our listeners. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Tara. I enjoyed it. <laughs>